YouTube is saying excellent connection. So excellent connection. Excellent connection. What a connection, Russ. <laughs> I was about to say I like to think that we have an excellent connection. Beautiful connection. Hello and welcome to TMTOH. Too much time on our hands. Uh, it's just the three of us tonight. I obviously am. You like you were just suddenly Tom. surrendering. Like, <laughs> I, I'm surrendering to the good times we're about to have. Oh, uh, oh, that was quite good. Uh, sadly, no Tom tonight. Um, I, I have no quit a witty <laughs> remark about that so it's uh just the three of us everyone wave wave apparently this is what people come for but actually what they want to see us is give playstation the finger so give playstation the finger i'm i'm not i'm not participating in in these this pathetic fanboy war of yours you always have though yes <laughs> i mean i i can't really consider myself an xbox person anymore because my xbox has been used exclusively for netflix for the last three years okay but do you use game pass Hey, Dan, I just, I just, you know, just want to love everybody. I'm sure those pathetic weaklings with their Sony, oh, I'm joining in pass, are having just as much fun as we are with Game Pass. <laughs> the participation pass. <laughs> <laughs> so we've started off really well. Um, off as you can see, I'm Duncan, uh, joined by Russ. Russ is in a lovely mood, obviously. Russ, how are you? You're uh, over yes, there. fine, thank you. And Dan, got, how many times do I have to say this? You you can't do the pointing because it looks different to you than it does well, to me. Yeah, it's almost like we now just do it to wind you up. Mm. <laughs> give a shit. And Dan is in a bitey mood. Say hi, Dan. How are you? Who said that? Huh? Huh? Yeah, no, I'm fine. How, 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 I'm good. How are you? You're right, um, I'm I'm all good. I've got a glass of wine and. Um, I, I was in a really dark mood earlier, so I wore black because I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear my metal T-shirt. So I'm wearing my 2000, um, my Paradise Lost T-shirt from their Believe in Nothing tour from 2000. There you go, people. Anyway, tonight, I know everyone wants to know I, what I just doing. find it absolutely galling that you can get into a T-shirt <laughs> from 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. I wore I my, uh, by the way. T-shirts from 20 years ago, but they would look... Like dolls' clothes, were I to put them on now. I mean, they 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 not looking the best. Apart from at the weekend, um, I've let everyone in a secret. I did see Dan and Russ at the weekend. It was beautiful. We touched tips. We did the avatar thing. Fucking don't fine. remember that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, those cocktails were quite strong though. So maybe yeah, they were very strong. Yeah, and uh. I wore the I wore the t-shirt. I wore the grass is only greener t-shirt. I brought it down special. Okay, uh, in, in the chat, tell this us tell us joke. exactly. If you don't tell us exactly what Duncan is talking about here, then 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 he's never ever allowed to make in jokes like this again. I'm never. Gonna so if, if you can tell again. us if you can tell us in the chat exactly what Duncan is talking about. 
he's allowed to make these I'm jokes again. Sure, I've mentioned it's it in the past. Perfectly acceptable joke that will be widely understood by large swathes. <laughs> well, then of there's the nothing to worry that about. We're in then, the sixth there? form common room at Verulam in <laughs> yeah, exactly. 1998. Verulam, by the way, in case you didn't wonder, it was, is a school from, we went to. So you know, yeah, 1996. I got that T-shirt. Right. Um, so tonight. Everyone is very excited about this. We are going to be doing Dan's absolutely favourite podcast, which is... Dan, over to you. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I would say the six o'clock news should update their intro music to that. But can, can we just point out... The BBC News tune is is a banger. It is. Can, can we just point out as well, we're not going to be talking about actual news because that is fucking awful at the moment. So um, it's so we're just gonna... a parade of shittery at the moment, isn't it? It's horrible. It is genuinely. Let's, let's move on. Um, I reckon we yeah. could just cover two things for the entire podcast. I've got other news as well. There's, there's, okay. there's, there's stuff to talk about. There's things, things happening. Things, things are <laughs> going on. Uh, so let's start with not. Well, reasonably important news, actually, thinking about it. Uh, Ms. Marvel's first reaction arrived online. It's on comicbook.com, like most of the news will be. Um, first reactions to Ms. Marvel have arrived online, and people are liking her MCU introduction. Kamala Khan has been a highly requested character for years now, and she's finally getting her own show. Uh, a lot of viewers uh, and media personalities get the first two episodes of the Marvel series. In the reaction, they praise uh, Iman Vellani uh, for be bringing Kamala to life on screen. Now it's it's received some like the trailers received fairly mixed reviews because they changed their powers a little bit and people didn't like that. I mean, I, I could could not give two shits personally. Um, they, they don't really didn't really go into a huge amount in the trailer about what her powers are. There could be other they, stuff as well. They have definitely changed them. Like that, there is no knowing that, and she's no longer an inhuman, which was what she is in the comics as well. However, so as far as I understand it, the Inhumans just aren't happening in the MCU. Um, they sort of did it a bit in Agents of Shield, and everyone just went. Nah, nah, nah. They, they they kind of tried maybe a little too hard to make Inhumans work. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I think they still exist. Um, I know they're, they still they're not going to be like a thing. I would imagine they probably will not be too much of a thing. No, because I, I, I personally think it gets quite confusing if you've got the Inhumans and Mutants. Because they're, I mean, it's they're basically the same thing. Hmm. Weird much. mist. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's whatever. Inhumans, yeah. it, something happens to you and it gives you powers. It's, it's basically the same. Oh, that's what, what's the name in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I never actually hmm. got all the way through all the series because it started no, just... Nobody, nobody did. Getting yeah. a bit... Apparently Ghost Rider was in some of them. That, that's how little I know about hmm. it. It was like, fucking hell, Ghost Rider was in them. So, who knows? That yeah, I think they, they really struggled to stay aligned to the main sort of MCU. Yeah. To the Especially point... Where they clearly, like, plotted out a huge amount of thing and then they went, oh, um, so S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone now. Excuse, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. What? Got, yeah. We've got a, a six-season arc mapped out over here. I, no, I, I think they knew about it though, because like they did react to everything that happens in the films, um, and they did it in quite a cool way. 
So when Shield mm. goes, they do like the, all the smaller things that happens, like the non-Captain America level shit that happens yeah. when when all of a sudden there isn't this organization, and it's quite cool because you get to see like it's a bit Mission Impossible. More on Mission Impossible later, by the way. Um, it, it's kind of like that lower level stuff, like you know the the the, the stuff that that that, that yeah. the Avengers wouldn't turn up for. So how does this impact HR? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of logistics. I think it did have an, a character who was in HR actually in it. I think it was played. By Pat, they, I think they played by Pat Oswalt. So yeah. Um, I might be wrong on that. Hit me up in the comments if you're not. Don't forget to like and subscribe. But wasn't he like he was like a tip. there was like six of him, wasn't there? Uh, yes. Yeah, he was a clone, wasn't he? That was the yeah. thing. I remember. So yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't hate. Um, the Inhumans don't strike me as an Earth six one six thing. No, no, I think they. I, I can't, can't say too much. I'm just going to shut up now. But like, yeah, I, no, I, I don't think they they don't need another word for something that gives people superhero powers, especially if they are going to bring in mutants. Which is, they they had to explain. Like I wonder, was there ever a period of time when we didn't have to explain where people got their powers from? Whether we just like, cool, they've got powers. Excellent. Does everything need an origin story? It doesn't need an origin story hmm. necessarily, but it's good, you know, you want to sort of understand what they can do and why. Dan says he's not a power of Miss Marvel power change, to be honest. I Honestly, I think if they went with what her powers were in the comics, it might look a little silly on on screen. The stretchies, yeah. Mm. Uh, I and also I I kind of await to see what they've actually done with it. For for me, aside from the power change, it looked uh, it looked like it was straight out of the comics, um, and I'm I'm kind of fine with that. So personally, yeah. But, but uh, you it's, know. Also, it's got a real vibe of those like of those Disney kids shows, which is good mm. because that's kind of who this should be aimed at. But yeah. It looks like those sort of, like all those things Zendaya was in before she was MJ. Yeah. And, you know, all those sort of shows that are on the, the children's section of Disney plus, it, it really looks like one of them. Yeah. Which I think is, is good. This, I mean, this uh, the whole point of this great. is to encourage young people that may have been missed uh, by other superhero characters. To, to say that, well, you know, here is a character that a, a, a someone that doesn't hasn't necessarily been represented very well, or a group of people that haven't been very represented very well previously. And if that can hit some kids and make kids think, you know what, I can dress up like a superhero, and that's fucking awesome, then I'm all mm -hmm. for it. Then then let, let's just I get a feeling this is going to be aimed more at like, uh, Moon Knight was aimed at adults. We can have Moon Knight. Uh, and I get the feeling this will be aimed slightly more kiddie. Yeah, we haven't talked about She-Hulk yet either. I, I, I've totally forgotten about that, have we? Well, no. Is there something out for She-Hulk? I haven't, I haven't seen that. I There's a trailer for She-Hulk. Yeah. Oh, cool. I quite like it. Uh, I, know, I know it's been getting... I yeah. love the trailer for yeah, She-Hulk. I, I don't think it looks as bad as people are saying it does either. I think it looks all right. Like, she's not uh, meant to look like the Hulk. She's... I don't know. No, I love it. I 
Oh, I love the trailer, mm. uh, mainly because I actually really like uh, Hulk Agents of Smash. And in that, she it, it, it actually looks mm. how they did She-Hulk it, in the trailer. It looks very much like She-Hulk in the their cartoons, but she yeah. is meant to be really smart, sharp, and obviously strong and athletic but she's less likely to always lose her rack actually to me the whole thing just looked like the movie version of agents of smash almost yeah Um, well just because you've got hulk being like intelligent talking but Mm. and not total rage fuel uh, fueled but um (laughs) yeah i think it looks smart i think it looks really good you know lawyer by day she hulk by day as well by the looks of things as well so it looks it just looks it's it's got it's got kind of a fun tone to it by the looks of things and i think that's exactly what that needs so uh, i think we'll we'll see that that might be quite fun and cgi doesn't look nearly as bad as i think people seem to think it does as well so um i'm also i mean anything you're saying for a trailer is probably not 100 percent finished yeah like that's definitely the case when we get to it with the mission impossible trailer as well yeah. I haven't seen the Mission Impossible trailer yet. This is a quote from one of Miss Marvel's co-creators that sums up why polymorphing was cho- well, power was chosen for her. Okay, well, I'll actually, I should actually wait till Dan has to quite up thinking about it. <laughs> I frantically yeah. finds it on Wikipedia and pastes <laughs> Sorry, it. Dan, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. Um, we'll come back to that. Uh, but yeah, okay, so Miss um, Marvel, She-Hulk, they're coming out soon. Um, while, while we're... we're I'm completely dithering. Sniper Elite 5 review, a serious contender in this stealth action game. This is according to comicbook.com. Sniper Elite 5 is one of the biggest evolutions series since Sniper Elite 2 and helps solidify the franchise's quintessential stealth franchise. Sniper Elite series has always been something I've played very casually and never thought too highly of. Apparently, Sniper Elite 5 is really good. It does away with the semi linear I mean, That's, that's all great, but all anyone really wants to know is how are the testicle shooting physics being implemented this time? What, what revolutions have been brought to the nutshot space. I'd imagine they are <laughs> much the same. So that comment talks about Sniper Elite 2. Yeah. And then Sniper Elite 5. What happened was, was like 3 and 4 shite or something. No, there was just more of Sniper Elite there was, there was So much, Sniper Elite 2 was an evolution. Of, yeah. Yeah. So Sniper Elite 2 did it first, but Sniper Elite 5 might do it better. Yeah, thank you. See, that's an in joke people might know. So that's that's all good. I honestly, I just like seeing your faces. I like seeing your face too. Uh, so Dan, I've just given Dan say, uh, being a polymorph seemed to make sense. There's a real uh, great message there when you think about a young girl who doesn't like the way she looks and doesn't think she fits in, who can change to look like anything. Yeah, which is which is which is fine for the comics. I just don't think it. I would imagine they tried that at some point and it just didn't look great in the TV series, would be my guess. So what um, are her powers again in the TV series? It's it's similar, but it tends to be more like ethereal, like she makes a fist, but it's more like a like a glowy fist rather than just like her fist, like literally just extending out to punch something. Um, I wanted to make sure she didn't have pretty powers with sparkly explosions and the hair blowing in the wind. I, I still don't think she's got that. I think I, I honestly don't think it matters that much. Um, I think it will do the TV series. It'll be fine. And I imagine the TV series will hit a lot of the same beats that the actual comic did as well. 
I honestly don't think it's that big a deal, but there we go. Um, Sniper Elite 5 then, yeah, looks like it's going to be quite good. Uh, apparently it's going to be, according to this, a lot like the, um, you know, the all gillied up level on Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which people seem to like. So, um, yeah, uh, Xbox console exclusive replaced gets delayed. So there's been a few console exclusive delayed. Uh, the, the two big Bethesda ones, Starfield and Redfall. They've been delayed till next year, I think. I want to say, I know Starfield. I, I just want them to take, you know, take your time with that. Mm. Let's get it done right. Yeah. Uh, replaced 2.5D retro futuristic platform from Sadcat Studios. It's been delayed, uh, now released in 2023. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with games getting delayed. In terms of Xbox, um, in terms of Xbox exclusives, I mean, last year we got Halo Infinite and we got Forza Horizon 5, which are, which were two of the best games of the year last year, and I'm quite happy. Bear in mind, I haven't touched Halo yet. I'm in no hurry for for games to come out. I've, I've really, I've really stalled on Halo. I was doing quite well. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, I got I got to the point where you could unlock the tank as a drop at the mm. at the Marine bases. So naturally, spend my time dicking around in the tank. I mean, and, uh, <laughs> it's the right thing to do, really. I've kind of lost momentum. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that leads naturally into where can I where am I where is this? Let's find it. Um, Kotaku's article. I don't know whether anyone saw this. No, that I didn't. After years of hype, the Xbox Game Pass burnout is here. Game. So apparently, a drought of AAA games has spurred some to unsub to from Microsoft Games on Demand service for now. So the headline admittedly might not have been written by the same person that wrote the article, which seems to happen an awful lot. Well, they almost never are. No. Uh, headlines are a sub editor's job. Yeah. Um, but essentially it's based on one tweet about someone saying they're resubbing. They're, un- they're unsubbing from Xbox Game Pass for now because there just aren't the games there for them. Yeah, but like I, I, I do that. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I have done it with Game Pass, but... With with all the streaming services, yeah. and Game Pass is just another streaming service. There's too many mm. to to keep them up all the time. So you you turn them on and off depending on what is available on what platform at what time and when you want to use mm. it. Yeah, I don't really. It's like you know, I don't go to every supermarket every time I need something. No. Uh, so this is from Kotaku. Uh, typically, when Game Pass starts trending, it's either because it scored a killer game or some influencers concocted a viral joke that ultimately does nothing other than hand a $2 trillion corporation two days of free marketing. Over the past few days, however, Microsoft Game On Demand programs start trending for another reason. Play, players saying they're unsubscribing for now. Burnout largely comes down for subscribers saying that Game Pass isn't delivering on its value proposition. There's like 200 games on there now, uh, and they promised 100. So, you know, it's fine. For a monthly fee, Game Pass grants access to a Netflix-style library of games that you can download to your Xbox or PC, or in some cases, stream to compatible devices. But the big selling point is this. Every first-party Microsoft game hits the library at launch, meaning subscribers get access to at no extra cost to Marvel's prestigious first-party releases like Halo Infinite or Forza Horizon 5, both games that came out. One of them came out six months ago, and one of them came out eight months ago. Mm. It's fine. 
Uh, earliest month, but it's, it's basically because a couple of games have been put back that were the big releases from Marvel this Marvel Microsoft this year. Um, so as a result, it's it's if you want to, I do not blame anyone for saying there are no games on this that I want to play at the moment. So I'm going to unsubscribe until there are games on there that I want to play at the moment. And, and the, the comments are ridiculous on both sides. Like when you see some of the Twitter comments, admittedly, uh, Xbox, I can't remember what exactly what it is, Game Pass dropped a fairly uh, cold blow uh, on on this article, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. But honestly, can't remember. I am very tired. I do apologize. Um, but either side of it, it is as simple as if there are games on there that you want to play right now, stay subscribed to it. If there are no games that you don't want you want to play on there right now, why not cancel it until there are games that you want to play? Play. I, yeah, I think that's what yeah. needs to look at it, and it, it, it's the same for any of them. You know, you can dip in and out of the Sony one as well. Exactly. Well, just dip so, out, really, to be honest with you. Um, but it's um, it's it's just great if, value if you still. Genuinely. Yeah. I mean, different different models of consumption work for different people. Yeah. If you really, you know, if you're the sort of person who picks up a game and then plays it absolutely to death yeah. and doesn't want to just sample like a bit of everything, perhaps a Game Pass-style subscription is not for you. Go and buy a game. Yeah, You can still do that. Have. You won't be able to for much longer. But you can still, at the moment, go and buy games. Yeah. So, you know, that works fine. Game Pass. This is clearly something that's just got, like, it was a slow news day and... They've put in something clickbaity and argument forming because that drives eyeballs to advertisers. Absolutely. And I just think for me, I've experienced Game Pass, the other side of Game Pass, which is the cloud gaming side of things recently, in, in the, the previous like few weeks. And I'm absolutely blown away by it. Like it is ridiculous ridiculously good how how well that works mm. so it's, it's still kind of in beta isn't it yeah it's, it's not it's, it's a yeah. little bit a little bit janky sometimes but it it really does work quite amazingly yeah. like um so with dan and jack i don't know whether jack's on the stream watching tonight uh we've been playing gang beasts um and i've been playing it on a computer where i've been streaming the game rather than a, a downloaded version of it and I'm equally as bad on the downloaded version as I am on the streamed version. So it doesn't actually matter. Uh, Dan <laughs> says, get Game Pass and play No Man's Sky. Um, and I completely agree. I, I need to play some more No Man's Sky. I've not done that yet. But the, the idea, I love the idea that I can then just sit there, play on my phone and just play wherever. Love it. I think it's great. I, I For me, th this this is kind of like a hammer blow to me because like I think... Well, Game Pass is actually really good. I'm experiencing it. I'm experiencing more facets of Game Pass than I have previously, and I'm loving it. So, mm. uh, Paul says, has it got to the point where we'd rather be surprised by a game being brought forward? Positive PR, any game, any putting a game release back is bad PR, even if even if it's for the right reasons. Yeah, you're always going to get idiots that aren't going to like a game being put back. Um, and I think it depends what it is. I think it depends how you react to something as well. Um, yeah. I think the the ideal world would be that they don't say when a game's coming out. They but mm. they basically they they have to because uh, investors need 
to have roadmaps of this kind of thing. Mm. And you, you, you will not get any investment if you don't have a timetable of product launch sale points mm. mapped out. I think everyone would rather just not say, just say, we're working on this, we're working on this. It'll be ready when it's ready. Certainly from, yeah. the, from the developments. Which is what uh, CD Projekt Red promised and then did not deliver. Yeah. Because um, then then you just get a nice surprise where you're like, holy shit, you know, Starfield's out. Yeah. Two or three months of marketing and then you're good to go. But uh, yeah, it, it won't be like that because yeah. it just... Uh, it wouldn't wouldn't work from the the financial side of things. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Game Pass, get it. I don't care. It's great. I oh, don't get it. It's up get to it. You. Don't get it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, still, better. A shit. still yeah. better than the PlayStation one. Yeah. <laughs> um, news. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons delay upcoming book release. Good God, there's a lot of D and D books coming out over the coming months. It is utterly. They really bonkers. are, aren't they? Yeah, it's a bit warhammery so- for my liking. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, is it a new edition or is it no. just another? No, because because well... um, people were up in arms that they said that the five point five version of Dungeons and Dragons might be released in the next couple of years, and everyone went, "Whoa, there! We've only had this one for six years now." So, whereas Warhammer have released, I I shit you not, I'm pretty certain three different versions of forty k at least since the last edition of five e came out. However, 2015 yeah. was the last one that we picked up, and I think that was six. And now I've got seven from 2015. Yeah, I think at least. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Are they on nine or ten? They're on that. nine at the moment, and then obviously they're doing the Horus Heresy stuff, which will link one, probably seamlessly into the one we used to play back in the day. Was third edition, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they've got they've just released Monsters of the Multiverse, which is uh, a compendium of other books, basically, uh, with updated character race rules, um, updated other stuff as well. It's probably worth having a read at some point. Um, but also, then there's Journey Through the Radiant Citadel, which has been put back to July fifth. Um, Additionally, campaign case terrain. Um, and then two other products coming out, Spelljammers, which looks fucking awesome. Spelljammer Adventures in Space um, is coming out soon as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot in the space of like <laughs> three months. Um, you, you don't have to play all of it. No, and I, I'm not going to end up buying all these books because that, that's ridiculous. So once <laughs> that um, stopped you in the past true but it just is it's just a lot that's all like in terms of it just feels like i quite liked it when it was like here's a book every couple of months and and that kind of works out quite nicely because you get something new every so often but they've really ramped it up it feels like um here's one just for me i think really uh, Critical Role's Alexandria Unlimited Calamity is their Rogue One, is what it's been described as. Uh, that, okay, that, seen every word of that sentence has been designed specifically to tickle your prostate, hasn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, well, I yeah. saw the trailer and it looks amazing. And I, it, does. it hasn't come out yet, has it? Uh, no, first episode's tomorrow. So on Twitch. Well, Twitch and then. 
And then, then I am intrigued. On. I mean, obviously, I'm quite way behind now on <clears throat> Critical Role. Yeah, I, I would say this as well. Critical Role is worth catching. Season or campaign three is worth catching up on because it is really good. Like I am, I'm thoroughly enjoying. It. Didn't love it at first, but I have I've got very, uh, very much into it. So uh, well worth catching up with. Um, so Calamity is coming to Critical Role this week. The popular web series launches four-part Exandria Unlimited Calamity miniseries, which will explore the final days of Exandria's Age of Arcanum, uh, and it, and its lead into the Calamity, a war between the gods that devastated much of the planet. Exandria Unlimited Calamity is notable in that it only serves as a prequel to the main Critical Role series. Also stars a mix of Critical Role cast members and newcomers Dungeons & Dragons franchise. Joining Critical Role cast members Marisha Ray, Sam Regal, Travis Willingham, our Exandria Unlimited alum uh, Abreu Iyengar, and newcomer Brendan Lee Mulligan, who's a fantastic DM, which I'm very excited to see him as well There's a couple of other people involved as well lou wilson and luis carrazo as well it looks fucking great this this mm-hmm. i love when i love seeing like fleshed out universes uh, equally i'm not a big fan when it's overdone but currently it's not so i'm i'm kind of enjoying it but yeah i'm excited so yeah awesome uh, yeah um but they had me with it's their rogue one i think so mm. uh here's something fun morbius fans share hilarious memes as morbin trends on twitter hang um, on there are fans of morbius well <laughs> keep mm. listening it's um uh, schroding is morbius so this is one of the, the tweets schroder is morbius it's morbin time similarly saying this exists and so does not in the movie because no one has seen the film to be sure so yeah uh, Adam says, I still much prefer campaign two, but campaign three is growing on me. I, I, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at as well. Very much looking forward to Calamity and seeing how Brennan is as a DM. He's, 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 uh, his Dimension 20 stuff's fantastic. Well worth what. So I'm, I'm, he's a really, really good DM. Very excited about that. So basically people have, um, just started, <sighs> Just, just making fun of Morbius, basically. I, I, I've, I thought this might be funny to read out, but the more I look at it, it's one of those ones that you really just need to dig through um, at your, at your own pace. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, so, like, it's got. So, for example, it's got a clip of of Happy Hogan talking to Spider Man, and it says Tony used to say it's Morbin time and stuff like that, basically. So, it's Morbin time seems to be seems to be the uh, the the crux of all of this. I am quite spaced out so i'm gonna have to apologize how some of this isn't gonna make much sense um so i mean i'm not likely to go and see morbius because everyone has canned it yeah i saw morbius that's why i don't see it you canned it do you want do you want me to i mean i can i can talk you through everything that happens in that film if you like nope i mean i've I've heard some i actually i listened to the um the empire like spoiler podcast about yeah. it, even though I haven't seen the film, because it's just enjoyable to hear them pull it apart. And it yeah. sounds like it was a bit of a mess. It's a lot of a mess. It's simultaneously too short and too long, and it only lasts mm. ninety minutes. So, like, it's oh, it's just bad. <laughs> it is Actually, just it's perfect really bad. evening watching. Yeah, it's still ninety minutes of a bad film is still ninety minutes wasted. That is true. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it's sort of enjoyably bad. No, like campy bad. It just sounds like it's a bit of a bit of a mess. And I, I went because I was hoping for enjoyably bad, and I got 
bad, bad. Mm. I might stick with working my way through Moonlight and uh, 100%. Pokemon Indigo, <laughs> Indigo League. Okay, well, the, definitely the Moonlight stuff, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't really, couldn't really advise you on Pokemon. I'm afraid. Yeah, you could. I don't know much about it, so. Mm. Um, <laughs> I like Seth Green, but this is still quite funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Seth Green's Bored Ape NFT animated series in jeopardy after Scammer steals and sells his NFT so he no longer has the rights to it. <laughs> uh, anything with the words NFT in it just makes me shrivel up and die a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's why I found this quite amusing. Um, yeah. Um, he's, he's trying to make a deal with the person that stole it so he can get it back and get his animated series together. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Just do it about another, another, um, ape instead that's not related to fucking NFTs. Why would you want to fuck an F- NFT? It sounds really difficult. No, that's the way it stands for non-fuckable. Um, um, non-fuckable token. Token, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, because it won't let me. Mm-hmm. Fan says, didn't know Duncan was a Pokemon fan. Duncan? Um, Let's defend yourself. <laughs> uh, a long time ago, in the galaxy far, far away. Yes, I used to play pokemon cards and i used to enjoy pokemon series still do my son has suddenly taken a liking to pokemon because came out liking pikachu for some reason Mm. and we started watching the new pokemon journeys series which is actually quite good fun Mm -hmm. so yeah and then i remember watching the indigo i didn't realize it was called indigo league but the original pokemon and so i started watching that was washing up and i know i should be washing the expanse and moon Knight, but i don't know it's a bit more fun washing up to pokemon than the expanse you fucking the expanse take that back up tv the expanse, the expanse is expanse everything tv the expanse you need to the expanse made washing up a lot longer and i don't really like standing up watching tv <laughs> <laughs> Um, you kind of have to pay attention to the expanse where you don't yeah. have to pay attention to Pokemon. May I recommend Pokemon Go, which is still an awful lot of fun. I know. I'm now going to probably get Pokemon Go. Mm. It's free. Just download it. On your yeah, phone. well, I probably will. Yeah. I am now very tempted. But, well worth um, it. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yes, Pokemon. I am kind of now looking forward to when you might get into the cards. Yeah. <laughs> um. Dan says you should give Pokemon Legends of Arce- Arceus a go. Arceus or Arceus? It's not Arceus, is it, Dan? Uh, let's be honest. Um, that was Dan. There are so many Pokemon series. This is yeah, this is a game. Well, so yeah, it's Breath of oh, the Wild. It? It's Pokemon. Yeah, it's on Switch though. So well, I haven't got Switch, which is so, unusual because we've always had nothing but kind words to say about the Switch. So you know, I mean, I would love one, but at the moment, that's not happening. I do love my Switch, to be fair. I know. I know you've always had kind words all about the Switch. Never said anything bad about it, now. And no one ever Mm -hmm. wound you up 
oh, took the piss out of you when you got the Switch. Yeah. And then everyone got the Switch, apart yeah. from me. But I still didn't take the piss. Uh, Pokemon Goes, Adam says... Adam says, Pokemon Go is great unless you're using your child's account who can't send gifts. All the tasks now require sending gifts. This is this is also true. I also ran out of Pokeballs. So. Oh, no. How do you get more Pokeballs? Uh, you need Pokemon. To to, no. You need to go to uh, Pokestops <laughs> um, and get more Pokeballs. So I could just do that. But, um, yeah. I don't play it all the time, but it is fun every now and then. So do you have to actually physically walk to a Pokestop to buy things? You don't buy them. You just spin the Pokestop and you get you get you just get a load of stuff. Okay, but do you have to actually like go to it? Yes, you have to use your. You have to yes, you have to yeah. Sounds dreadful. <laughs> it's like him to do a walk then. Yeah. Oh, give it a try. It it does. I mean, honestly, if you're into that sort of thing, actually, it does sound like pretty good fun. I just do not understand why they haven't integrated it into a full game yet where you can sort of go and catch pokemon in real life and then use them in a full pokemon game because this is a is a is now a, a free to play game so like they are very yeah, much but like if you want to actually benefits. use the ones you catch hmm. you can have a paid game as well yeah but then they can also then go just release another game instead true true i mean i'm sure i'm sure there are cleverer people than me at Nintendo, who have thought about this? You'd have thought, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe this mm. is uh, your opportunity, Ross. Get in there, go and mm. some of that sweet, sweet uh, Niantic money or whatever it is. Um, here's something fun for anyone that listens to the Gridiron Gentlemen, I suppose, as well. Um, Cleveland Brown Stars playing Dungeons and Dragons game for charity. So, uh, Mars Garrett, Wyatt Teller, and Johnny Stanton are playing Dungeons and Dragons this week in a charity game to benefit Red Nose Day. Three NFL players will be joined by popular tabletop streamer Brea Iyengar again. Uh, Ify uh, Nwadwi. I've probably got that wrong and I do apologise. Um, but it's it's fun. We've got, some, we've got some NFL players playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's fun. Isn't mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboy player? No, that's, uh, he's played it before. You're thinking of Travis Frederick, who played with... Yeah. Uh, uh, Travis Willingham, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that was Jocks Machina. So yeah, nice. Um, so uh, Dan says Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu lets you trade Pokemon from Pokemon Go. Oh, there you go. You, you see, they're, they're they're way ahead of you. Um, the charity game will be streamed live from Cleveland Tabletop Board Game Cafe. Sounds awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Exactly. By the end of the day, all the Pokemon in Pokemon Go are in the Pokemon games anyway. This is also true. Dan's just hitting out of the park tonight. Just going to say that. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you think there's Pokemon up the top of Monroe's? Like, there's only one way of finding out. It's getting the game and going. Google it. Google it, yeah. Uh, I, um, <laughs> the, best, the best thing I found out was that if you go near a lake, it's going to be water. There's going to be loads of water-type Pokemon. You go through a field, there's going to be loads of grass-type Pokemon. And if it rains, there's more water type Pokemon around as well, which I think is really cool. I don't know why I'm mm. I'm so fascinated by that, but I quite like that. So yeah. You think Gengar? Gengar's my favourite. Favourite Pokemon? Yeah. It's not my favourite Pokemon. Gengar. Don't care. Gengar's mine. What's your, okay? I do care. What's your favourite Pokemon? I like Bulbasaur. Ah, oh, who doesn't like Bulbasaur? Yeah. Bulbasaur? I don't know much about Pokemon, but I know I like Bulbasaur. I think Bulbasaur is pretty cool. What's your favourite Pokemon, Russ? 
I don't chocolate, pretend you're too fucking one. cool here. He is no, I, 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 I've never remotely been into it. Okay. So I don't. I, I only know the like famous ones. I know who Pikachu is. I know who Bulbasaur is. Yeah. You know uh, who Squirtle is. Like but... a little blue electric one. Yeah. Blue electric one. Maybe I've made that up. Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know any Pokemon. Okay. Um, Batman Fortress. I don't know why I said it like that. Batman Fortress number one review. Lights out for God. Batman. Batman. Um, Batman Fortress, ironically enough, is the second miniseries in recent memory that features the Dark Knight feet fighting in a Gotham city that loses power. Um, this one, however, is partly written by Gary Witter, who uh, had, who was one of the uh, co-writers for the rewrite, rewrote, but rewritten, fucking hell, version of um, of uh, Rogue One. So mm-hmm. it sounds like it's quite good. Uh, it says Witter clearly has a good understanding of characters, Gotham City, of Gotham City that he works, he's working with here. So yeah. that's two mentions of uh, Rogue One tonight. If you had that on your bingo card, there you go. Yeah, but if you had it only once, then that doesn't count. You had to have had it twice. That's mm. how it works. Um, Dan says his favourite Pokemon is Eevee. Anyone that knows him, they shouldn't be surprised. I agree. Are you looking up Eevee now, Russ? It's a good yeah, Pokemon. I've got all the hottest Pokemon on here. <laughs> Most fuckable Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most fuckable Pokemon then? Are you asking me? Yeah, why not? I mean, going by name, Bulbasaur sounds like it's got a lot going on for it. Yeah, okay. Maybe. What's the um there's a few. There's there's a few. I don't know. We're moving on. We're we're moving on. What's the one (laughs) that's the flower with the big like mouth at the end of it? Oh, Bellsprout. It sounds like something you'd dream Bellsprout, about. Bellsprout, yeah. Yeah, that, that looks, I mean, you know, maybe. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, This is one for you, Dan. Hope you're listening. No Man's Sky's Leviathan update adds time loops, space whales, and more. Uh, no Man's Sky space developer, whales. I know, right? A developer, Hello Games, has released a new free update for the space exploration video game that, among other other odds and ends, brings space whales on a time-looping roguelike expedition. Leviathan, which is now avail- is available now, uh, with the expedition uh, associated with it. Now with the expedition associated with it, slated to run for another around six weeks. It's the latest, latest major free update to video game, uh, which shows no sign of stopping anytime soon. So there you go. Cool, cool. Bit of No Man's Sky news for you, Dan. You're welcome. Um, Chris Carroll, we've already discussed. Right, the major news, I suppose, with five minutes left of the podcast, or just over five minutes. Yeah, I know. Mission um, Impossible or Thor first? Mission Impossible. Yeah. Because we have already talked about Thor. Yeah, a little bit. So, Mission Impossible, Dan says he's playing the Leviathan Expedition right now. Good on you, yeah, that's. I need to play some No Man's Sky. I will get into it. So, Mission Impossible, like, I can't quite believe they're still good. I think this one's called. Yes. But it, it looks cracking. It looks like a Bond film, this one. Like, more like a Bond film than the other ones look like Bond films. And they all kind of look like Bond films. It's, it's also stuffed full of references to the first film. Yeah. Which There's lots of little bits, like, came out on 20 top of the train. Yeah. Kittridge is is back in it, who's like he, the the 
boss guy from the first movie mm. is is back in it. Um, I haven't actually watched the trailer yet. And there's definitely there's a couple of other little references that are spotted to the to the first movie. It looks good though, doesn't it? It looks really good. I mean, very light on sort of plot detail, but uh, Th- this looked like a lot of that. quick snippets of some of the set pieces, basically. Yeah most of this so but i don't really have it like the, the last few have been like kind of an arc haven't they yeah um so this is obviously sort of starting something starting something new mm. um yeah it's really interesting i mean i'm excited i yeah uh... like very obviously that was actually tom cruise riding a motorbike off a mountain and then jumping off the motorbike yeah you get the feeling that was definitely him don't you because he does seem to do stuff like that He's he's um but it's also the point now where if it's not him doing it, everyone's gonna be like, Oh what? Yeah. What Too a much wimp. of a wimp, is he? Yeah. Um whereas it like it and like I think you sort of forget that like in, in a normal movie, mm. like if somebody needs to slightly trip over, they would get a stunt person to do that. Yeah. Not not because it's something inherently insanely dangerous, but just because if your star breaks their ankle by accident that stops filming for six weeks yeah so it is very ridiculous and this is this is tom cruise who lost his shit when they nearly had to stop filming because someone got covid so yeah that's not the entire story really is it i'm being a bit unfair on that what actually happened was someone went out and broke covid regulations and tom cruise was right to feel a bit annoyed about it because breaking COVID regulations is pretty serious, especially like in the midst of a COVID pandemic, mm. especially if you're someone of, of some kind of, uh, of power, maybe some, maybe someone quite high up. Admittedly, it's not as bad as if he'd actually set the rules and then broke the COVID regulations. <laughs> so because that one... he probably wouldn't get away with. They are, they are specifically calling this one part one. Yeah. Which is a bit ridiculous for I think the ninth movie in a franchise. Yeah, but um, so it's, yeah, it's so it's called Dead Reckoning Part One. So they've clearly got like a lot, you know, planned out. Yeah, um, they they filmed both parts at the same time, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, well I'm excited. Looks, yeah, and there's a bit where he's uh, driving, dr- driving, driving around in a Fiat Five Hundred. Yeah, like an old Fiat Five Hundred. Which uh, looks pretty good. He does look really cool. Really cool. Um, so Mission Impossible looks fun. I'm very excited about that. I'll go see it again. I love the last one. I thought the last one was great. It's a samurai sword. The the last one was genuinely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Henry Cavill reloading his fists. It's always yeah. fun. You don't like how do you how do you top a moment like that? Yeah. He's With never going to do anything better than that. Incredibly plot centric mustache, which mm. was vital to the plot to the point where you could, like, there's no. Way I mean, to aren't you it. glad they insisted they like they ruined Batman versus Superman colon Dawn of Face or whatever it, yeah. it was called because of that mustache? But yeah. it was 100 percent worth it. Yeah, I thought well, you so. just have to think of which is the better film. Hmm. Hmm. No, Mission Impossible is the better film. Well, exactly. We- and we, we've better covered, film, better mustache. It looks that trailer is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, very excited. Um, uh, talking of phenomenal trailers, 
Phenomenal. Phenomenal. What is it? The final Love and Thunder? It's like the second one. And it, the first one came out like, like two, two weeks, weeks ago. But they, yeah. they've been, there have been complete radio silence on this movie for a really long time. People were yeah. starting to get a bit jumpy. Yeah. Uh, but this is more of a... You get a bit more story in this one. We get to see Zeus and uh, Gore yeah. in this one. Load of he people complaining about really how cool. Gore doesn't look like Gore in the comics. Oh, for oh, fuck's sake. So it's not a... Jesus Christ. It's not a fanboy. This is not Rise of the fucking Skywalker fucking... Gore doesn't look the... like Thor in the comics. No. But... um. I, I I quite like. I, I love the the sort of the desaturated effects that they seem to have gone for around him. Mm. Like he just I, sort of drains all the color out of the out of the scene. I'm kind of here for just Korg reading a fairy story. Fairy yeah. yeah, I just too. love that. <laughs> I mean, I was sold. I mean, I was sold with the first trailer. Mm. I'm even more sold with just the storytelling. I mean, it's, it's got Korg in it. It's got a dick joke in it. What more could you possibly want? Exactly. It's got some nude Thor action in it. Mm-hmm. It's got a kind of chubby looking Russell Crowe, but doing his his kind of gladiator. Well, not, you know, um, it's his name from Gladiator. Anyway. Maximus Decimus Aridius. Yeah. yeah, but he wasn't quite. He was doing more. Uh, is it all of a He's doing like a Greek accent, which you know is, what was is appropriate for his use. No, no, but uh, no, and it was not the yes, not his who he played in Gladiator, but um, was it Oliver Stone who was the no? Oliver Stone was like the uh, the sort of the you mean the trainer, the trainer guy. Oliver, that he, it wasn't Oliver Stone though, was it? Is it Oliver Reed? Reed. Oliver Sorry. Reed, I was about to say, yeah. I don't know where Oliver Stone came from. Sorry. Uh, Oliver Reed. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's looking a bit like him. Yeah. Which is not a necessary bad thing. It it looks so good. I I I I've got a weird feeling Zeus isn't gonna last that long in this film. <laughs> like <laughs> that uh yeah. Interesting to see what other gods they bring into it as well. But yeah, like they're they're like with between that and um Moon Knight, they're going full on of like, yep, pantheons of ancient gods, bring them in. Yeah. We can do this sort of weird shit now. Which yeah, is definitely. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about that. Um, that's all I've got news wise, guys. Anyone get anything else to add? News, 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 news. Um, I watched the. Uh, I finally got around to watching the last episode of Derry Girls this week, mm-hmm. which was fucking amazing. Cool. That is one of the. It is one of the best shows I've seen in a really long time. That. Mm. Yep. Not and, uh, as much though, is it really? Well, no, but like, <laughs> honestly, like last the last fifteen minutes of Derry Girls, I can mm. get Boris Johnson to sit and watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I, I, I don't even know what happens, but I can kind of imagine what happens. So it's definitely honestly, it's definitely. Mm. If you can find the time, it's only like six episodes. The last one is an hour long, mm. but um, it's absolutely amazing. Did you see some episodes of Stranger Things are going to be like an hour and a half long? I mean, who's possibly got time for that? Uh, me, actually, <laughs> I don't, but I'll watch it. So 
Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> basically like, yeah, we're going to do each episode as a film. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. I entirely understand that, but I mean, you know me. I will watch it because mm-hmm. it's, it's Stranger Things and it's excellent. But you know what I'm talking about, don't you, Russ? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I know all the mm. all the things and how strange they are. Yeah, and they are really <laughs> strange. In the, in the flippity up, it all goes weird. Flippity yeah. up. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, why not? Oh, oh it's, it's an odd. And then, uh, yeah. and then there's, Vecna there's thing. appears. Yeah, Vecna. It's going to be in it. Yeah. I will probably get around to watching it at some point. Bullshit. I'm just, I'm just laying it out there. Bullshit. No chance. You're never going to watch it. That's just um, not time. Well, news. I got my um, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, Last Podcast on the Left ticket through. Woo! Me too. So I'm well excited to go and see them. I've just finished listening to uh, Blackbeard Part 3. How? That, it might be one of my favourites. Oh, it's just like, oh, actually, that makes pirates of the caribbean really quite accurate it's yeah. really weird that the first mm. film is johnny and you just go oh jack sparrow is basically blackbeard yeah and the, i mean all barbosa and no no sparrow is blackbeard yeah and it's just uh, and, and it's just actually given me a much greater appreciation of maybe the first caribbean of pirate uh, pirates of the caribbean yeah yeah, me too. It's, just... It's, just some of the stories are amazing as well. It just kind of wants to... He was like listening to it going, I kind of just want to... A, a new series about it. Not mm. like, a, I don't know, maybe a TV series. Because it's, yeah. it, because the story itself, that how they did it, it was just such a brilliant arc. From, like, from what I understand, this flag means death goes into it quite well. So Yeah. I need, to, I need to watch that as well. I've heard nothing but good things about that. So, so yeah, yeah, I know. I now need to. Uh, it's just, yeah. Um, it, I just love these history, the history of crime kind of yeah. stories. It's well, just they've kind of a major. When, they've kind of done a sideways move with some of this stuff into like just straight up history episodes. Yeah. Like it's dark history. It's it's things like the plague and Billy the Kid and stuff like that, but it's still just really, really well done. Big fan. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like legendary criminals. Yeah, more that Bonnie and Clyde. They did that yeah. as well, didn't they? Bonnie, yeah. I like the Bonnie and Clyde series. Me too. It kind of, it's sort of like it's a cross between their true crime, how they do cover the serial crypt killers, mm. but then it's also well, we're going to bust the myths, and I know it mixes myth busters and stuff, but. Mm. Oh my god, the Blackbeard one was. I I, I think I say I genuinely think it's probably in like my top five um, series they've done. They like, really pulled them really out. Really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I still love the Black the Black Plague one was. Yeah, brilliant. that was good as well. That was really good. Um. So yeah, that I mean, that's and Wine and Crime have just done London Crimes, which has been quite right. This was the okay. This was weird as fat, and I haven't checked it, but apparently. London has the density of trees in London means that under like a UN definition, London is a forest. It's got enough trees per square kilometer to count as a forest, which is 
I haven't checked it. It could just be a false Wikipedia fact, but it is like I mean that is it is a it is very tree filled as cities yeah. go. Yeah. You know, you can pretty much always see something green from wherever you are in London. It's one of the best things yeah. about it. Yeah. Which yeah, so London is certainly forest, but I know that's not really related popular culture uh, news. I feel like there was probably something. If you want some good uh, London stuff, uh, geeky YouTube channel recommendation, Jay Foreman's series Unfinished London is hilarious and fascinating. Mm. Really, really worth a watch. Mm. Just done one about uh, why there's no bridges east of Tower Bridge. And why is there no bridges east of Tower Bridge? Various reasons, factors. Hmm. Well, you know, thanks for that. Yeah. Okay. Really I mean, tr- traditionally, it was because that was that was you know you, you couldn't that was where all the docks and things were, so you couldn't put bridges across there because ships needed to get past. Hmm. But even though that is less of an issue these days, there still aren't really any uh, any bridges until you go out to like the the Dartford Crossing. Hmm. Didn't know that. Hmm. That's really interesting. Oh, there yeah, was one. Really good series. There was one of the, I mean, this is not news, but it kind of is because I haven't been here since uh, Eurovision, and uh, obviously the biggest news is that Germany probably phoned their entry in because the entry they could have had it was just too fucking awesome. So, I would highly recommend <laughs> that everyone look up hyper uh, uh, pump it by Electric yeah. Cool Boy. So we're we, we're behind on this one. Duncan, because I, I spoke to someone that regularly goes to metal clubs and they were saying th- this band is like the hottest thing. Like, like, like it's, it, it, he, he does DJing why. and he says that it's, this is what he gets asked for more often than not, which is hyper hyper by, um, by electric Callboy. But I prefer pump it personally, which was according to my friend, potentially a candidate that it was, it was up for the vote to be Germany's, entry into the Eurovision Song Contest. And they decided, because there's a few naughty words in it, that they'd go with whatever the fuck they went with that got them six points instead. Now, if they'd have gone with this, I would have fucking voted for it myself. Um, it was, But they yeah. still wouldn't have won. You reckon? And I think they. I think it was a good strategy and mm. Electric Cool Boys should try again next year because I, I think they're, they're hilarious. And Spaceman. Okay, Spaceman has so many. The video to Spaceman by Electric Cool Boy mm. has so many sci-fi little nuggets in it that it's brilliant. You don't mm. even need to understand German. I mean, read the lyrics. It, it's funny. But, like, it re- references Interstellar, obviously references Star Wars, references um, Total Recall, mm. references Men in Black, and references Armageddon. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty smart. So um, anyway, I suppose we better wrap this hot pile of news. News, news, steaming hot news. Hmm. Rewarmed in the microwave that is TMTOH. Um, Dan, where can people find us and other (laughs) episodes? I've had one glass of wine. <laughs> Marveling Marvel. Is anything happening with Marvel? No, yeah. No, we're working on it. Uh, nothing for a while. 
but we keep putting it back and we keep adding things to the list of things we want to talk about so so currently on the list is is um everything since spider-man basically so that's moon knight batman peacemaker like everything we've all watched but we haven't had a chance to sit and actually talk about it so um paul says latvia's entry eat your salad didn't qualify and it was far the best song of all of them <laughs> oh i love that song the opening lyrics were genius and the chorus anyway right yes i agree latvia should have got through as a criminal uh it was just wrong that switzerland got anywhere near that going going back to episodes though all of the current episodes are now up so i caught up and the plan is to stay ahead so so that's nice stick with the plan it's never gone wrong so far Mm. um you can find us on all the socials at tmtoh on facebook does anyone use facebook anymore um no not really um because oh they turned out to be completely evil yeah I mean, I'm still on Facebook, but anyway, uh, at TMTOH on the Twitters, at TMTOH on the Instagrams. And we're not on Tumblr because it's just defunct. Uh, and we're working on TikTok, I'm, I've got some ideas. Dan is working oh, on God. TikTok. Yeah. I... I kind of now want to know more. So, is that all this? Is it all? Is our tagline in all of them at TMTOH? Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I follow them all, so I should know, apart from on TikTok. So, I'm not on TikTok because I'm not hit. Oh, young my God. No, TikTok, TikTok is an absolute time sink. Um, it's a lot of fun, but, but uh, yeah, you'll just lose yourself on it. Mm-hmm. There is someone that does do a really cool, she then posts them up on Twitter. Mm. But she does do like mini videos of interesting facts about most random marine creatures. She is one of my faves, um, and she's a massive Star Wars fan, so she's really cool. Uh, she's a PhD student, so you've got to feel sorry for her. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just sadomasochism, really. No, sadism, masochism, masochism. You're just masochist, um, right? Uh, so thank you for putting up with me warbling on rambling on uh gonna say goodbye to dan because russ is wetting himself bye dan bye Bye, uh say bye russ bye russ bye and it's good night goodbye from me russ cue the music